<laughs> oh, come on up, Chris. I forgot. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing? Glad to hear it. Uh, happy Sunday, everyone. Thanks for coming. Uh, just some quick announcements before we get started. Uh, the restrooms are uh, through that door and to the left. If you happen to get lost upon your way, I believe Mark will be standing back there. Mark will be standing back there. He's wearing a flannel shirt in case you get lost. Never fret. Mark will guide you if you get lost. Um, we uh, are fellowshipping here. Fellowshipping, is that, a, is that the proper word? Uh, this is a fellowship, so if you have a question or comment, anything like that, raise your hand. I will bring you the mic, or Samuel will bring you the mic. And when you're holding the mic, please hold it in the fashion that I'm holding it. <laughs> Don't flail it about and tap on it, and uh, we'll, we'll be there to remind you. Uh, some people tend to let it kind of slip away from them as they're speaking. But anyway, we'll remind you if that happens. Uh, if you can, please check your cell phones, everybody. Check your cell phones right now. Silence the cell phones. We're going to, if we hear the cell phone, we're stopping the whole show. We're investigating. We'll figure out whose cell phone it was. We might confiscate, confiscate your phone. The whole deal. Uh, Joe, just be warned. Be forewarned. That will happen. Um, also, please no food or drink in here uh, before, during, or after. Uh, church, it doesn't look like anybody is breaking those rules right now. Um, and uh, if any of the people sitting more towards the more towards the back want to move up just a just a hair, maybe just one row, so the lollygaggers and the stragglers who happen to come in late can uh, take those back seats. If not, uh, that's all for me. I hope everyone had a fantastic Saturday and. White History Month, and happy Men's History Month, as it is August 1st now. Anyway, that's all for me. Take it, Jesse. Here's Jesse. <laughs> nice. Are they ready? We're going to start the intro. <coughs> intro, Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line and uh, on the YouTube channel there. And James will uh, uh, let me know. Right. And I can respond to your questions and answers. I um, and good morning. y'all. Thank you all for coming. Amazing. And so why history month is over. It was an amazing month. (laughs) <laughs> it was amazing it was so amazing I literally heard had people telling me at the gym and other places it felt kind of sad that white history Mike was leaving <laughs> isn't that amazing now you know and, and I understand it felt like a funeral a little bit <laughs> but we'll be back next year if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise it was an amazing month. There were people protesting at different rallies. They were carrying signs, yelling at the people, Happy White History Month. And they were attacked by lesbians. <laughs> Have you ever been attacked by a lesbian? Oh, yes. You got to hit really hard to knock a lesbian. 
You can't say slap a lesbian. You got to <laughs> knock a lesbian. <laughs> anyway, so happy white history. My, uh, there were so many things that stood out for me about white history. My, but the one thing was on Friday, and maybe even before that, but definitely on Friday, we had the, uh, my experts on. Did you guys see my experts on Friday talking about white history? My, uh, and... Um, Samuel, the Mexican car wife boy, he, um, he brought up the fact that the founders were Christians. Some of them, not all, I don't think, but most of them were Christians. And all that, and the hell that they went through, they were able to do it because God was with them. And it reminded me of, yeah, they were Christians because we don't hear about the founders being Christians anymore. And they just tell us that they were white supremacists. Right, but they were really Christians, and it reminded me that uh, they want to erase Christianity from the face of the earth, because if they can erase Christianity, there's no mention of God, there's no values, no morals, no nothing, and um, once they get rid of the values, it's easy to control the people. And if you doubt me, look at the millennials. Not all, but most of them are corrupt. I can hardly find a decent millennial that don't live together, sex before marriage, disrespect their parents, living at, uh, men living at home with their parents, bringing a girl over, having sex in the home with the parents, living with the parents, having sex with them. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of millennials never grew up hearing the word morality. They didn't even know it existed. And so the only way that you could be controlled is that you must be demoralized first. You cannot control a more person or more people. So they want to get rid of Christianity. And uh, did you guys hear what Samuel said about some of the the, uh, founders? No? Samuel, can you remind us uh, a little bit of what you said? And Samuel read David Barton's book. And David Barton write about the founders and who they were and what they went through. We need to be reminded of this because if you don't hear, you forget about it. If you don't hear that the founders believed in God. If you don't hear that we should be a moral people. Even the churches don't talk about that that much anymore. And so, uh, Samuel, tell us about a couple of guys before we get... I mean, we are rolling, but okay. that was, you, I need my you notes. talked about on. Can I get my notes? Oh, yeah, of course. You don't have your cell phone on you? I do. Oh, it was so deep. And I just want you to hear so you'll be reminded that we are a Judeo-Christian nation. And this country was founded on those values. And we cannot let the children of Satan take that away from you. Because if you don't hear about it, you tend to forget it. And um, yeah, you can stand right here. Would that work for the camera? Nobody knows. Oh, okay. Why are you looking crazy? Nick, Mama is visiting. The anchor baby Mama is here. Isn't that amazing? That's her right there. She's behind the mask, so you can't see her. All the way from Canada. Oh, 
she's worried about the virus. If I were from Canada, I'd worry too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. So just tell about a couple of the guys that you mentioned. All right. Good morning, everybody. How are y'all doing? Good to see y'all. So as most of you know, um, on July 4th, the Declaration of Independence was, uh, it was approved and it was signed, right? So I was reading the last line of the Declaration, and it was amazing. Um, it says, and for the support of this Declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. This is what men wrote. It was a declaration to the world and to Britain, a declaration of independence and a declaration of dependence on God. Um, and then an interesting thing, John Adams, uh, he wrote a letter to his wife. And pretty much the, the letter was excitement and also cautionary. And one of the amazing things he said is this will, he was pretty much saying this, this day, July 4th, will be one of the greatest days in this country to be celebrated. But he also warned that, and he said, it ought to be commemorated as a day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. And when I read that, I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Because now when I see a flag, an American flag, I thank God for it. Because it's only through God, right? So... Um, also, during a time, one of the friends of uh, John Adams, his name is Benjamin Rush. I didn't know anything about this man before, but once I was reading about him, I was like, oh, he's cool. He's also a doctor. Um, he asked, he's John, John Adams was his friend, so they were sitting down next to each other. He's like, hey, you think we have a chance at beating these guys? Uh, and John Adams, oh, we got a, we got a phone on. Call him out. Right there. Attack him. The black man. <laughs> he black. <laughs> hey, nice shirt. Thank you. Yes, sir. 1776 for the people at home. That's why I love that you said that and I'm wearing the shirt. Right on. Amazing, man. Hey, he black. <laughs> See there? Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so, uh. Look at Ula Abba, Abba guy. <laughs> he turned around. <laughs> Oh, right there. Oh. I thought you were talking about him. Oh, that's the Russian? Oh. <laughs> Did y'all pat him down to make sure? <laughs> this is a guy with a Allah Uba hit rag on his head. <laughs> and I don't think they pat him down on the head. Nah, we can check. No. Where's the bodyguard? No. Okay. All right, so again, Benjamin Rush. Sitting down next to John Adams, John Adams asked, uh, Benjamin Rush asked John Adams, like, hey, you think we have a chance at beating these guys? And John Adams said, if we fear God and, and we repent of our sins. It's clear these men were Christians and they believed in God. They feared God. And then Rush, Benjamin Rush, he was writing a letter to somebody. I don't know who. But in his letter he wrote, he said, this anecdote from the conversation he had with John Adams this anecdote will, I hope, teach my boys that it's not necessary to disbelieve Christianity or to renounce morality to reach political usefulness or fame. That's amazing. Yeah. Christians are meant to be 
leading, not the other way around. So then, Amazing. it truly is. So then, a couple of days later, on July 9th, word got to General Washington. He was in New York. You know, he's preparing for battle, and Congress approved chaplains for the army for the for the army at that time. And as soon as he got those that okay from Congress, he he set orders out that, and his request for these chaplains, which are reverends also, he said that they be men of good character and, and lead exemplary lives. Because we all know nowadays most preachers, they're not leading exemplary lives or even have good character. And then he also said, the blessing and protection of heaven are at all times necessary but especially so in times of public distress and danger. That's true. And he ended it with, he hoped that all officers and men would endeavor to live and act as Christian soldiers defending their dearest rights and liberties for their country. That was amazing as well. And also I want to add that the regular folks at that time, the regular Americans, not just the leaders, they shared this view of God uh, through the help of God, America will be free, right, if they put God first. Um, John Adams, writing a, a letter to his wife, he, he's, he recounted uh, a conversation he heard of regular folk at that time. He said, it appears to me, oh, he, he quoted them, the conversation that people are having, right? He said, it appears to me that the eternal son of God is operating powerfully against the British nation for they're treating lightly serious things. These are regular folks having these conversations among themselves. Amazing. And, and uh, one last thing. Okay. Almost a year later, in May 1778, uh, Washington wrote to his troops. Oh, this is after, this is springtime, after the Valley Forge winter, which uh, some of you might know that was a pretty tough winter, you know, for these <laughs> men. And they got through it. And what did Washington did? He wrote a letter to his troops commending them for their courage and their bravery. And also, he reminded them, that, reminded them that to the distinguished character of a patriot, it should be our highest glory to add the more distinguished character of Christian. This is the leader of the army saying this to his troops. So, that's all. Thank you. Amazing, right? Yeah. So you can see more of that if you watch the, uh, watch the show from Friday, Jesseline Peterson's show. Uh, it's up on YouTube. And it's so important that we bring back Christianity. Otherwise, it's over for the country. Because what the children of the law are doing right now, they are dividing the people. Those who are rebelling against the lie, you're being divided. You're being look, made to look like the bad person, the evil person. And there's this battle building up that if you don't have God on your side, you're going to lose. Because this battle is not over, and it's going to be a while before it's over. And you got to start speaking up. But most of all, you got to return to the Father. You must have God on your side because it is a spiritual battle. And Christians are hated, men are hated, and especially men who are standing up for what is right. So they're going to come after you. And don't be afraid. I don't want to put fear in you. I want you to be aware that you're going to need God's help through this. 
because they're going to threaten to take things, take your job, take your life. And if you love anything or anybody more than what is right, you're not going to make it. Because what you love is what they're going to threaten to take from you, and you will give in. Whether it's your children, the cat, the dog, your house, your job, they're going to go after what you love. And that's why God wanted to read, he said, be in the world but not of it. You must love God with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. You can't love yourself more than God. You can't love your children, your wife, your girlfriend, your mommy, the, the daddy. You got to love God first. Otherwise, you lose it. And anyone who loves anything more than God, you have fear, and they know it, and they will play on your fear. I was, uh, we had a discussion, I was telling Chris about this this morning, we had a discussion on the show about w- women should not be educated, is that right? Women should not be educated. And so this liberal woman took that video, and I had all my experts up there, and, uh, and my experts are the best. My experts are so smart that the enemy think they don't have degrees. And some of my experts have degrees. Chris has a degree, right? Yes, indeed. And, and James has a degree, yes. right? But they have so many common sense until the intellectual don't think they have degrees. Because how can you have a degree and make common sense? <laughs> they don't go together. Common sense and degrees don't go together. Have you noticed that? You have to be dumb to have a degree. <laughs> and they don't like that at all. But the point I'm trying to make, and then I'll take some questions and stuff. Um, so we were talking about if women should have degrees or not, be educated. And so this woman that I had on my uh, Fall State show is a liberal, um, and she's a atheist. Thank you. She doesn't believe in God. And so she walked off the show one time I had on. She got mad and walked off. That's the same woman, right? No, that's a different one. They all look alike. (laughs) (laughs) But she walked off. And so she took that video with my experts and I, and she broke it down. She did. Every little word we said, she would stop the video and explain it, right? And she has about 800 and some followers on her site. 800 and some thousand followers, right? And, and so normally I don't bother reading this stuff, but I, I wanted to see on her site what were the women saying about what my experts and I were saying. And I noticed the first thing they were saying is that these, these men cannot be educated. They must not be educated to be saying this. They were like, oh, my Lord, how would they have a conversation like this? Who sit and talk about this, right? But the most important thing that most of them, and then they start naming, all these women start naming all these, these are degrees they have. MSD, PhD, psychologist, therapist. I got they were named, and I'm just the dumbest of doing that. <laughs> Who name off their degrees? You know what I'm saying? But the most important thing that they were saying is that these men must not have women. They must not be married. It must be hard for them to get a girlfriend. <laughs> And that's why they're saying this. And so I'm wondering, how come when men speak up or against women and disagree with women, it must be because you don't have a girlfriend? They act like women are gold. 
It ain't gold. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what they're literally saying out loud, that the men that they're with are cowards. If a man has a woman, he's a coward because he's not going to disagree with the woman. He's not going to speak up. Because why do they think if the man disagrees, he must not have a woman? I know the men over the years, whenever I disagree with preaching women and things like that, the first thing the man asked me, or the woman, do you have a wife? No. <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. What are they saying, Chris? That's one of my experts. I mean, they're, they're basically, I mean, you, you said it. They're saying that they're, like, ele- elevated and that once a, uh, the only way a man can acquire a woman is if you agree with every, everything that she says, bow, yeah, bow down to her, kiss her feet, and not tell her that, I mean, get an education. That's absolutely, absolutely absurd. These women are, like, on pharmaceuticals and, like, going to therapy and, oh, but I got the degree. Like, well, your life sucks, though. <laughs> Why would I want to be like that or be with a woman like that? Right. But the whole point is, when did it, we come to a point in life where a man cannot disagree with a woman unless something's wrong with him? But the woman is just say what she wants and disagree with the man until the cows come home. She can smack him. I wish a woman would smack me. <laughs> if a woman smacked me, I'm telling y'all right now. <laughs> All the black coming out of me, first of all. <laughs> but if a woman smacked me, I'm going down. I mean, where's she going down? I ain't taking that. Like Natty going north. She going down so fast, it's going to make her dizzy. She's going to see those little sparkling things. Like fireworks. Me and y'all got to change this. This is not the way human beings treat each other, period. But in America, you have the right to speak up. You have a right to disagree. I grew up that way. As a matter of fact, in America, if you don't speak up for yourself, people run over you. They'll take advantage of you. Um, in the homes, when, when boys and girls speak up against mama, what she does is she divides the children. Your brother, your sister, you, you're the best one. I love this child right here. This is my best child. That's the weak, dumbest one. And the one that rebel is the one that speak up, right? But they, in this country, they are making the ones who are rebelling against the lie, making them look like the bad guy. And the, and the weak ones are going along with it. That's not the way you want to live in America. You have a right to speak up. We are not all the same. We are individuals. What makes America so great is that we are individuals. We are not all the same. And we're not tribes. We're, 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 we think differently. We, we do differently. You know, we're not all one. The one thing that happened to the blacks is that, they, not all, not all, but they've been made to feel that they're all one. If you disagree with one black, you disagree with them all, right? I didn't grow up, it wasn't like that growing up. It was right or wrong, good or evil. If you were wrong, never mind the color, male or female, we disagreed. If you were right, we agreed. But now it's groups. You don't want to be a part of the group. Anyone that's a part of the group, you're weak. We are individuals. I like individuals. Individuality. One nation under God. All right? So it's time to really... It's amazing that these things are happening because it is a wake-up call. 
and the children of the lie going out of control. It's like they laid out at night thinking, what am I going to be able to come up with tomorrow? It, it worked today, so let's do it. Let's get go bad on them tomorrow. But it's a wake-up call, and I want to tell you that you've got to return to the Father. Really. you must. Re- if you want to make it through this spiritual battle, you must be born of the Father, of God. You must return to God. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. They're not done yet. And the Christians are afraid. The... Uh, um, the non-Christians are afraid. People are afraid to be individuals. I never thought I would see that in America. And I have always rebelled, even as a little kid, when I was a beta child, I still rebel. Really. <clears throat> it was just something in me that wouldn't let me go along with it if I didn't want to. And most of the time, you have to stand along when you rebel. Because you'll see that you don't really have friends to stand with you. All right? It's not, I want to say it's not easy to stand alone, but it is easy. It's fun. (laughs) If God is with you and you don't take it personally, it's fun standing alone because you're not fitting in with a crowd. You're not every white. You're not every black. You're not every Japanese. You're you. You're you. So be you. There's nothing like being you. And if somebody don't like you, give them the finger and wish them well. (laughs) All right? It's fine. Just don't hate. Don't have anger. Any questions about that? Yes, sir. And so happy White History Month, folks. It was amazing. And thank you all for it. We got to remember White History because I forgot. I knew, but I forgot that the founders were Christians. They are destroying the statues and the flags and, and calling them racist. But they were Christians, and that's why they hated. It had nothing to do with being white. They were Christians, and they were men. Yes, sir. Hey, Jesse. Um, what are you just talking about? It reminds me of a really cool uh, verse in the Bible. It's <clears throat> Romans one twenty-five. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served created things, created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Yep. Absolutely. We got to bring back Christianity, and it's coming. They don't like it, but a lot of you are waking up, you're returning to the Father, you're overcoming fear. Anyone who has fear is not of God. Just know that. I don't care how many Bibles you read, how many holy hands you hold up, how many cars you own. If you have fear, you're not of God. Because one thing happens for sure. And when you are born again of God, you're of perfect love, and perfect love casts out fear. Faith love brings fear, perfect love casts out fear. It really does. He will take it away from you. Fear is the son of Satan. Really, there is no love in fear. How many of you have, I should have said, I should have asked first. How many have fear? One honest man and all the other scary one didn't raise their hand. And what are you afraid of? Right here, yeah. Thank you for that presentation, Sammy. That was good. I don't know. I guess I'm afraid of a lot of stuff, not like heights or like spiders or anything like that. Right. Just like the future, you know, like when I have kids, things being bad for them losing my, like, business and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, 
I'd love to get over that. I want to get over that, you know. Right on. Yeah. And so you're afra afraid of the future. Yeah. And where is the future? Uh, not here. It's, where is it? It's, uh, it doesn't exist yet. So you're afraid <laughs> of something that doesn't exist? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> no. And I'm not on you. I'm just saying that makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, it makes sense what you're saying. How would you be afraid of something that doesn't exist? Doesn't make sense. And then you're afraid of your children to come, having children because of the way the world is, right? Uh, I'm not afraid of having children, but I'm afraid that when I do, things will be bad for them. Do you have children now? No. And when are you planning on having, making children? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Maybe but yeah, you're afraid. Yeah. What the? <laughs> yeah. And what else are you afraid of? Uh, losing my business. You have a business like, already? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you know why you're afraid of losing the business? Because I'm not like uh, one with God. Right. Yeah. The business means more to you than God yeah. himself. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, man. And so you're abs that's the only reason you're afraid of losing. I'm not afraid of losing the business. Take the business. I'll go yeah. pick cotton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll go bank. We have a lot of people on the street begging, making buku money. <laughs> you know, they make buku money, begging. But, yeah, you have to put God first, and he will provide. Have you heard me say that before? Yeah, I have. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Oh, what's your name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. And so, why have you done that? Why have you done it already, if you heard me say it? Uh, I don't have a good excuse. Uh, yeah, just been busy and just haven't done it but I mean yeah it's not an excuse have you gone and forgiven your mother uh, yeah I forgave my mom I haven't forgiven my dad yet and why not why not your father shit I'm scared yeah you afraid yeah of your father uh no he's I guess I'm afraid of hurting him because hurting I guess he's him a, yeah he's like a weak dude and I know he just he gets like a all thrown out, like all torn up emotionally really easily. So Your father does? Yeah. And because of that, you're afraid to forgive him? Yeah, yeah, because he'll be like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I should do it. And so you think that if you went to your father, said to him, hey, dad, I'm sorry for resenting you, Yeah. he would start crying? Probably. What kind of father you have? Beta. Are you Beta. sure that's not Bruce Jenner? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make sense, though. I know. But uh, so your father liked those three guys that was on TV with the police officers. Did y'all see that? Oh, the fake Capitol guys? The Capitol guy yeah. was crying. <laughs> a big old black guy in a police suit. Oh, he called me a name. He called me the N-word. I was like, somebody need to go slap that man so he can come out of it. But listen, um, if you love your father and you want to overcome the world, you got to forgive him. Yes, sir, I do. You can help it because you're just like him. You're afraid. Yup. And yeah, so no. you're just like your father. You're right, man. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. And so Satan is holding you back from becoming a son of God by telling you, oh, you're going to hurt his feeling. Yeah. Uh, God doesn't care about your feelings. Have you noticed that? Uh, I never really thought about it, but 
Yeah, that, yeah, he definitely doesn't. The last yeah. thing that God cares about is your feelings. Yeah. Really, that's the last thing he cares about. That's why he calls you no good, a sinner. <laughs> yeah. You're like your father and the devil. You need to be born again. He doesn't care about your feelings. And likewise, as sons of God, we shouldn't care about feelings. Feelings are evil. They control you. Yeah. Yeah, it's ironic that I'm like, I have hate for him for being a pussy. You know what I mean? And I'm like being a pussy, not a... You can't say that word in church, right? I'm sorry. (laughs) He mean cat. I'm in a church all the time. He mean a cat, y'all. Come out of your head. (laughs) How Are you a millennial? Yeah. Oh, no wonder. And so, what did your father, if you can say, if a person don't say it, yeah. but what did your father do that made you hate him? Uh, being beta around my, like, crazy, you what? know, like, being beta with my, like, really crazy, mean mom, and uh, just being, like... What did he no. do to you? Uh, he didn't really do anything bad to me. So you hate your father for no reason? Uh, I got like you just like a woman resentment to it. Yeah, man. You no, just like your mama. No, I know. So you like both of them. Yeah, you're right. And so listen, when you went to your mother, what did she say? Oh, she was like, "It's crazy that someone's forgiving me for something when uh, when I didn't do anything or something." Yeah, yeah. yeah. She got. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. Well, go to your father so you can be free. Yeah, man. All right. Are you are you married or anything? Uh, no. You've been married? No. Are you dating? Uh, no. Oh. Are you afraid to date? No. What's wrong with you? I, I mean, like... <laughs> no, I'm playing. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, no, yeah. You don't need to be dating if you don't want to. Yeah. There's no rule that says you need to date. But go and forgive so God can forgive you. Plus, your father haven't done anything. You're wrong for resenting him anyway. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, it's it's ironic because I resent him and I'm acting the same way. Yeah. That we become like what we hate. Us. Yep. Any questions for me? How did you find out about us? Uh, so I found you from um, Get a Job, The Savage <laughs> Moments. Amazing. And I thought you were, like, uh, super funny but crazy. And then after a while, I'm I started watching them. you and I realized... You're like funny, but like the opposite of crazy, like the least oh, crazy. Oh, nice. So, at least somebody <laughs> think I'm saying. <laughs> You're right. But, yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Any questions about anything or disagreements? Uh, not at the moment, but I'll oh, speak okay. up if I do. All right. So, do you feel that you are an individual, or you feel like your parents right now? Uh, a mixture of both. I'd like to become a full individual. Yeah. Yeah. There is nothing like being an individual. You don't identify with color. You don't identify with group. You don't even identify with male or female. You just be. There's nothing like just being and not identify with anything. But you can see that you're guided by the Father. He will make you, he will cause you to become that way because we are a spirit living in a body and we can't change anything. But he will cause you to become that way. Because if you really, really pay attention, you're not in control of anything. You can't change anything. You can't make anything happen. You're really not in control of yourself. But the ego, which is the nature of Satan, wants you to think that you are and that you can and you can't. Really. And so when you let go by stop judging, return to the Father, 
you're going to let go of all these false illusions that you have about yourself. Really, and it's amazing to live that way. It really is. It's a blessing. It's really a blessing. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Any other questions or anything? Uh, not right now. Okay. You want, you got to become an individual. Look at the world around you. They're in groups now. Everybody identify with everybody else except God. Not realize you identify with Satan. Is this your first time here? It is. It is. Yeah. Amazing. What's your name? Christina. You look like Mark's wife. At first I was thinking you were her. <laughs> I haven't seen her yet, so. Oh, you will. Maybe She's I here. Now, I think your daddy may have been tipping. Because <laughs> you have a sister in the house. No, I'm playing. Her dad did not tip. Tip. <laughs> How did you, what's your name and how did you hear about us? Uh, my name is Stina. I found out about you through... Yeah, better? Thank you. Yeah, uh, better. David, who runs Faces of the Vaccinated Instagram page, uh, Narrowgate Church, he, uh-huh. uh, he sent over the uh, YouTube channel, so I've kind of just been watching your services there. And How long ago was that? It's probably been about a month that I've been watching the services. Really? And I didn't realize that you were in Los Angeles until yesterday, and it's very funny because I was... I don't know, someone said something about, you know, being in L.A. in the service, and I'm like, huh, interesting. And then I, like, looked up the address, and then David, um, as a gift to me for forgiving my mother this week, actually sent over the address as well. It was a very funny, divine right coincidence. So. And so what were your first impression? Uh, of the services? Oh, yeah, when you heard just, me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was everything that I needed to be hearing. Right on. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And so you went to your mother already? I did, yeah. And what happened? Um, it was difficult at first. I So she lives in San Diego, so I drove down to try to do it in person with her at first. Um, but she wouldn't see me. I'm not vaccinated, and she's a, she's very um, far-left, atheist, NASA-worshipping, liberal. Uh, what a mess. And I came all I'm the way to the door. you were alive. And, oh, yeah. She, she's wretched. Um, wow. Love her, though. Love her. But, uh, uh, yeah, she wouldn't see me at the door because I'm not vaccinated. So then I did it on FaceTime. I had to try to call her a couple of times. Then finally I got her. Nice. And so you were able to do it on FaceTime? Mm -hmm. And how did she respond? I was very surprised at how well she took it. She apologized almost immediately. Right on. She she cried a lot. And, uh, you know, but we went into it. We talked for a few hours, and I kind of... Got to address multiple multiple things, you know, uh, her inability to, well, she chose a beta man. My father was a yeah. beta uh, alcoholic. All women choose beta males. They do. She, she likes to control. Yeah. 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 yeah 100%. Amazing. And, uh, you know, so he left when I was very young, you know, and obviously she twisted that whole thing about, you know, him being awful and stuff. But, yeah. you know, I I always knew even as a child that, he wasn't leaving me. I knew he loved me. Like, I knew that yep. he loved me, and I knew he wasn't leaving me. I knew that he was leaving her, even as a kid. So I never harbored any resentment or hate towards him, ever. Like, I, I made peace with that at a very young age. And uh, and I guess I knew I always kind of hated her, um, but she was all I had. So, you know, I still yeah. loved her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that I got to, right to tell her. Yeah. And so, uh, so prior to hearing me say go and forgive, mm-hmm. you already knew you had the anger toward her. Mm-hmm. Why hadn't you gone and forgiven mm-hmm. her already? Mm. 
I think, you know, I, I think I just kind of fell under the excuse of, like, in my heart I had already forgiven her. Yeah, that's a cowardly way out. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I don't know. I just, I just knew that I needed to, I just, I needed her to hear it so that, yeah. you know, for her sake as well and, yeah. and, and, and for mine. Nice. You know? yeah. Are you the only child? You have brothers and sisters? I have a younger sister, two years younger than I am. And how is she doing? Not, not well, no. She's messed no. up, huh? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. She's she's living in hell for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. A My whole family. It's, it's pretty brutal. Everything. Huh? A mother's love killed the flower, the children. Oh yeah. The dog. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All of it. The cat. Dead. 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 The paint on the house. Uh, and it kills the grandchildren, mm-hmm. the husband of the. Mm-hmm. And, and, and everything. Oh yeah, we. She was married uh, a second time to my stepfather, and you know, I saw how she drove him away as well. He was a good man, and uh, you know, saw that happen as well. And you know, I saw it in her. I like, I saw the hatred. I saw the evil. And uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're free. Me too. Thank Feels God good. for that. Real good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how it's so simple. Go and forgive. God said, before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must go and forgive. You ain't getting in no other way. Going down to the front of the church is not going to do it. You know, you listen to these preachers. After they get through preaching, they're like, okay, I'm going to give you all the opportunity to come down to the front of the church and accept Jesus. (laughs) And people go down. Hold on one minute. I'm not done yet. Thank you. And the people go down and they say, you believe Jesus died for you? Yes. <laughs> you believe he rose on the cross? Yes. <laughs> you are saved. <laughs> and they feel all good. And then Monday morning, Connie, back in hell. And now what's wrong with you now? Nobody perfect. <laughs> you can't be perfect. That's another lie. When you're born of God, you will be perfect. He take away the imperfect heart and he replace it with a perfect heart. Take away the hate of the heart and replace it with love. And in love, all things are possible. There's nothing you cannot overcome. And that's why I tell you, don't worry about the stuff you're into. You're not the stuff you're into. You're not an alcoholic. You're not a drug addict. You're not a thief. You're not a liar. You're not none of those things. You just fell into those things when you were turned away from your fathers, and it's a way of trying to survive. When you have hatred in your heart, you are a sinner. And a sinner means you're playing God because you're making decisions, you're judging, you have opinions, all this stuff. You're playing God, and that's what the sin is. The sin is not the stuff. Just know that because I'm constantly with people around the world, and they are suffering trying to overcome the, the stuff they're into, being a lesbian or whatever. You can't overcome that yourself. You don't have the power until you return to the Father. Then he will take it away from you. So stop judging yourself about what you're into. That make sense? Anybody disagree with that? Because the priests are telling you that that's the sin. And they tell you to come down to the front of the church so you can overcome that. And you don't overcome it. And now you got more problems because you're judging yourself. But when the heart changes, salvation is of the heart, then you can be free. 
Any questions for me or disagreement or anything? <laughs> no, not, not yet. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm very happy to be here. Amazing. <laughs> uh, any other first-timers? Yes, sir. No. This is your first time? No, uh, hold on one minute. And so what's your name and how did you hear about us? Uh, my name is Fred. Um, I heard about you um, some years ago. I, you you interviewed someone that I watch all the time, Tommy Sotomayor. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been watching him since 2013, and he uh, taught me about, you know, black women and how they're very, they can be very spiteful and a lot of the things that they do. Uh, oh, before I get into it, can you say lesbian one more time? I <laughs> know. Dang. I can't say lesbian. This is church. Oh. I just like how you say it. I can't say lesbian. All right. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then someone you actually interviewed on The Fallen State, I actually met in Long Beach. And he said it was a good discussion. Um, he just stayed there. It was it was some BLM people. He stayed there, and the girl, like, walked out, and, and some other girl was like, oh, you're, you're, you're self-hating. Oh, yeah, I remember that show. Yeah. When the, uh, the lesbian... Black Lives Matter people walked away. Yeah, yeah. And that one guy stayed. Yeah, that, that guy. Yeah, you met him? Yeah, I met him. Oh, okay. And then um, ever since, I want to say, last last year up into this year, I watch, I watch from Monday to Friday, you, and then I watch Hake. The Hake uh, Report? The Hake Report, yeah. Um, and Hake so, is something else. Huh? A white man is not afraid. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so... I actually did forgive my mother and my father. I actually went to go see my father in Alabama in 2017. I traveled all across the country just to go see him. Right on. And give him love. Because um, I just wanted to, I wanted to see, you know, where I come from and how, how much we are alike. Yeah. And yeah. it actually did work. I mean, I, I forgave him and everything. It's, it's, it's way before I even watched your stuff, which is amazing. Before I even watched you, I just went there, told him I loved him. He actually put a gun in my face and whatever. He put a, um, your father put a gun to your face? Yes. Nice. And, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That's it was a, so funny because he was a sign of love. Yeah, yeah, it's a sign of love. It actually toughened me up. He, we actually, uh, we were driving from Alabama to Pensacola, Florida, and we passed by some cotton fields. He said, he said something that was crazy. He said, uh, well... We should take you ins out there so y'all know what real work is. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot. And then um, after I left there, um, I stayed with my mom for a little bit. And, yeah, and, and then a little bit after that, I actually really did forgive her. I, I said, like, you know, I forgive you. I'm sorry about everything. Because what did she it, say? She said, thank you. She said, thank you, because now every time we have a conversation, uh, it's enlightening. We actually learn from one another whenever we talk. Right on. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and so other than that, you know, um, I'm just trying to get out of that, that fallen state right now. Um, the, anger, the anger that I do have is just towards a lot of the things that are going on um, across the nation uh, when it comes to, you know, these the the government tyranny and the vaccines and the mass mandates, which are ridiculous, are communists. You're and, getting angry about that? Yeah, I, I do not like it. And why are you getting angry about it? It's because it's just so evil. It's pure evil. It is evil, but if you get angry about it, you're going to find yourself doing it. Right. 
it's enough to see evil, but don't hate it. Right. And, and God will show you how to overcome it and deal with it. Right. So don't hate. They want you to be mad. Right. Because once you become angry, you're going to do the wrong thing, and they have control over you. Exactly. So stay out of your head about it. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes, I've done this. It works. Yeah. Are it's you doing great. it every morning, every night? I don't do it every morning, every night. But I every, suffer. And die. I know. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was waiting for you to say that. What? I was waiting for you to say, suffer and die. Yeah, you suffer know. and die. And so <laughs> why don't you stand with it? Because God said, pray without ceasing. You need to be present with God at all times. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing is I do that and I do, like, other affirmations. You know, I listen to, like, some hurts and stuff whenever I want to sleep because sometimes I'll have a little trouble sleeping. And But so, if you did the silent prayer, you wouldn't have any trouble sleeping. Okay. I sleep like a virgin. <laughs> yeah. Like a virgin? I have no problem sleeping. <laughs> really. I work so, all day, I work out at the gym, I eat, and when, I, when I'm in bed, I sleep. Boom. I ain't taking nobody's problems to bed with me, not even my own, right? Right. God will cause you to have rest at night because Satan is busy in your mind at night, too. Right. You'll go unconscious. I highly encourage you to, want to encourage you to stay with the prayer so you can grow one with the Father. Yes. Awesome. Because the world wants you angry. Right. Because when you're angry, you go to, at some point, do the wrong thing at the wrong time, and they got you. Yep. That's how evil operates. Yep. All right? Yes, sir. And, but what he would do is take that spirit away, period, and nothing or no one can make you angry. No. It doesn't mean you don't speak up. It doesn't mean you don't raise your voice. It's just you won't have that spirit feeling of anger. Right, right. Yeah, and, yeah, and then some Sometimes it's a little bit of fear. It's not, it's not the fear of the truth. It's just saying it, you know, out loud to certain, to certain groups, like you said. Because I'm an individual. I do believe in individuality. Right. Um, and so whenever I go to, like, maybe protests or somebody has, like, a rally or something, I actually I tell it like it is. I tell them what, what, uh, what it's all about. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, I make like jokes and stuff like that, just so that people can be like, oh, you know. Like, for example, um, one time I was in Huntington Beach, and then there were some people that were, um, like, crowding this dude, and he was over here like, uh, you know, America is systemically racist and all this other crap. See how they look alike? <laughs> Don't oh, they yeah, look alike? We'll deal with your stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. No, you're not praying anyway. You might well just suffer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I um. Don't they look alike, Mark? They look, they look a lot alike. That's your sister. <laughs> they don't look alike to you. They white. They white. Yeah, you, that's your sister. Right here. Yeah. That's your brother-in-law over there. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, so they were uh, crowding around the guy. He was like, you know, the, the stuff that liberals spill. Oh, uh, America's systemically racist and all this other stuff. And I said, okay, what about a black kid from, from Compton, California that got a $250,000 scholarship to go to Azusa Pacific University? Yeah. Uh, do you still believe in systemic racism? He said, yes. And I said, you're an idiot. 
Um, but listen, you want to be wise and, and, and do it for the right reason, too, right? Right. And that's why you need to be present with God, because there are people amongst those who are acting crazy that are looking for the truth. They really are. They just no one has been an example to so that they can find their way. Right. So you definitely want to make sure you stay present with God so you don't operate from ego. Exactly. Because in all that we do, we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. And out of the thousand, there's one that's looking for the truth. And if you operate with the presence of God, you will be able to point the right way for it. It's about that. It's a spiritual battle. It really is. And in our country today, so many people lost and they just don't have. They don't have it at home. They don't have it in the educational system. They just need to see the light, and they will recognize it. That one out of a thousand, and that's the one that God is bringing back to him, and the rest of them, he'll just let suffering die. He doesn't care. Right. Did you know God doesn't care? <clears throat> you don't. He'll let you be homeless or drug addict or whatever because he made the way for you to return to him. He told you what to do, and if you don't do it, suffer and die. That's who told me that. He just said, let them suffer and die, Jesse. Uh, okay, Daddy. <laughs> so do the silent prayer, man. Stay with that. Okay. All right? And he'll guide you. And you still can do your little affirmations that that's what you need. Yeah. Obama does, I mean, Michelle Obama does that, right? She wakes she wake up in the morning. I'm wonderful. I'm beautiful. I'm this. And she's a mess. No, no, no. Not, not like that. You can't. Oh, not like in the mirror. Uh, there's just like, I mean, you know, it's good. to. But like, you can't convince yourself that you're anything. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. No, it's just like these little um, these hurts are like like sounds, different sounds, like maybe like hearing like, oh, Lord. water. Can you imagine being next door to him? <laughs> to me? <laughs> Namjay Ranjay Cha. What the? Oh, no, not, not even God that. said, be still and know him. We don't have to do anything. Right. Really, there's nothing but all we have to do is admit that we're wrong for playing God. Right. Once you do that, it's over. Right. Really, you take over from that because otherwise you're being controlled by Satan. You're not in control of your life at all. You're either being controlled by evil or controlled by good. Right. That's just the way it is. Any questions for me or disagreements? Uh, no disagreements at all. Um, I did want to answer the biblical question. Okay, hold it. I'm about to get to it right now. Okay. Just hold it. So how did things go for you this week? Did you go back to your mother's house? Yeah. Remember last week you were having a hard time? You moved back home with Mama? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. And how, how did it go for you this week? Well, it went, it went well. I mean, I just uh, lived at a friend's house. Oh, you didn't stay there anymore? Yeah. I just, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But, I, but uh, I lost my job. So, but it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you lose your job? Uh, because he decided that he wanted um, his employees to wear the mask. Oh. And I just refused to. And he said, well, you're a liability. And so I left. Yeah. Oh, okay. And why do you have that thing on your head? What? I don't know. You have well, a head rag on. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> did you wash your hair or something? No. <laughs> Why do you have a head rag on? I really just want to know. You got up this morning. Is it part of your outfit? No, no, I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's from Egypt. I like it. I don't know. <laughs> it's what? It's, it's from Egypt. I don't know. I like it. Are you from Egypt? No, no. Are you Allah Abba? No, no. 
And so what, and does it feel good to have the little things hanging down like that? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to get wide on, really. We'll, no, we'll talk about it in the men's it. meeting. What? Uh, I'll ask you in the men's meeting, don't worry. <laughs> we'll get down to this. We're having a meeting this week, right, Hermes? Yeah, you come back Thursday night with your head red. Okay. Because I don't okay. want to get too deep. I don't want you to admit anything in front of the ladies. No. <laughs> it's, it's not deep at all. <laughs> so what? It's not deep at all. Though. It's so wrong. No. <laughs> I don't care what you say. A man don't get up in the morning and put a head rag on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> we'll deal with it Thursday. Hold it. Oh, okay. Yeah, just wear your rag until then. <laughs> I'll mess with you. So, did you find your father? Did you go to your father? My father uh, passed away. Oh, yes, yeah, Oh, okay. I ran. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, no, so he left when I was five. He uh, moved back to Norway. That's where he is from originally. That's where my mom met him. Norway. Norway. Nice. Yep. yep. And, uh, so he left, and I, I did run into him, coincidentally, after not seeing him since I was five years old. I ran into him when I was 14 uh, at a Mexican food restaurant counter. Really? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I was sitting there with some friends. It was a half day at school, and uh, my father was uh, like a glass worker. He installed big panes of like window glass. That was like what I remembered from when I was a child. And I was sitting there, and this uh, this truck pulled up, you know, just... Saw it, made note, you know, it was a, a glass truck that carries big panes of window glass. And um, and the gentleman and, you know, his partner, you know, whatever, friend, coworker walked in. And I was just, like, looking at him and, uh, you know, just, that guy kind of looks like my dad, like, very weird. And just, like, small little um, details, like, he started reading an auto trader, and that's, like, a, a detail from my childhood. Him always picking up an auto trader, he hand-rolled a, a tobacco cigarette. And I turned to my friend Andrew, and I'm just like, so I think that guy over there is my dad. And he'd been my friend for forever, so he knew, like, my whole family story, that he wasn't around and stuff. And, you know, that it had been over 10 years since I had seen him. So and he was like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. And I said, well, I can't leave here not knowing for sure, so I'm just going to go ask him what his name is. And I went up to him, and I just said, excuse me, sir, what's your name? And he said, Lars. And I said, I'm your daughter, Stina. And the guy next to him was kind of like, <laughs> and uh and uh and it was you know um he <clears throat> didn't really have much to say he was just like well so how are you how have you been and i'm wow. like i've been a lot of things over 10 years it's been good it's been bad but today i'm i'm doing well you know uh how have you been you know i thought you went back to norway and uh you know, he was like, well, I did for a little bit, but it's kind of cold there. So I came back, and I was like, yeah, I don't blame you. California, San Diego's beautiful. Um, you know, and so he just kind of asked some questions about my mom and my sister and, uh, you know, gave me his business card and basically was just like, if you ever, you know, want to get together, you know, here's my phone number. And I had to go to a ballet class, so I was like, all right, well, it was nice running into you. That's amazing. Yeah, crazy. It's sad, but amazing. Yeah. That's the worst exactly thing that felt. happens to children is when mothers turn them away from their fathers, the yeah. boys and the girls. Yeah. It is the worst thing. Yeah. It should be punishment by fire. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst thing because when you're turned away from your father, yeah. you're in the darkness yeah. and life is hell. Yeah. He, um, he kind of like always jumped around a lot. Like he, uh, 
you know, he obviously had some issues too from, from his childhood. Absolutely. His mother died when he was very young. He was three years old when she passed away. Amazing. And uh, so he, you know, had a very rough relationship with his father as well. Um, you know, and so I think he just had a hard time trusting people, I think, and uh, oh, yeah. setting roots down. So um, after that, I, I didn't hear from him for a while. I, I tried that phone number and I did. I didn't get through to him. It just kind of like went to, to nothing. And uh, I'm close with his brother, Harold, who lives in Norway, who actually reached out to me on Facebook when Facebook was kind of brand new. Um, he sent me a message basically saying, like, don't coat the whole uh, Ericsson side of your heritage off of your father's actions. Yeah. You know, you have blood, you have family that cares about you. And so he and I were always very close, just, you know, back and forth through Facebook. He's got um, a couple daughters that... She sent me a friend request on Facebook, and, and she looks just like me. It, it was really weird when she sent it to me. I'm just like, yeah, we're obviously very much related. Um, so I, I have, like, kind of a long-distance relationship with them. And, uh, yeah. How old are you now? I'm 31. You're 31? I am. Wow, yeah. I never would have thought that. Yeah. You look so young. Thank you. Not the 31 old ladies. No. Said, you look so young. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. So how have your life been up until now? Uh, good and bad, you know, the ebb and flow of life, you know. Um, I was an atheist for most of my life, agnostic atheist, you know, I didn't really know. Um, And it wasn't until like 2016 when I I was addressing my anger. And, uh, you know, I was that person that would get into like, rage battles with people because I was, you know, a, a liberal, I was a Democrat, bleeding heart liberal, you know, and uh, would block people and like rage with people. And, and uh, you know, I, I have a, a couple, you know, Christian friends who like I respected so highly and like they were the only ones who, like I respected them so much and they were so patient with me that it, it really forced me to like, address my own anger. Like, why are you so angry? And yeah. then why do you shut down? Like, why can't you continue? And uh, this whole addressing of my own ideologies and what I thought my opinions were and my thoughts were and realizing that they had all been programmed into me and I, like, had no basis uh, to, like, actually, you know, state what I thought I felt. Yeah. So it was me just parroting what had been told to me. Amazing. So uh, I went through this whole kind of transformation of just introducing everything that was opposing to what my viewpoints were and so religion and christianity was a huge part of that i you know i read the old and new testament cover to cover because i had never i didn't have any basis i I knew knew nothing about it and uh and through that i i realized you know that i i am a follower of christ and I, i didn't know what it meant to be a christian at that point right but i knew that i had always had a relationship with god and that you know I was talking to him my whole life, and he was looking out for me, right on. even when I was, uh, you know, sinning. But he kept on giving me chances. So you've been married? Are you married? No. You, you've been dating? Uh, I left a relationship of seven years because um, he didn't want to get married or have kids. He didn't want to get married, have, and you stayed with him for seven years? And why did you stay? You lived with him? I did live with him, yeah. Why did you stay knowing he didn't want it? Because we didn't really talk about it as much at the beginning. Uh, I feel like I was much younger and I hadn't, you know, I hadn't really kind of figured out um, 
what I wanted. I like, you know, I was raised by a feminist single mother, so I was yeah. always told, you know, we don't need men. You know, you can do it on your own. I kind of um, <clears throat> had an aversion to being a mother, I think, as well, just from listening to her her trials and tribulations about being a single mother, you know. It was hard. Um, what made you cry when you think about leaving him or being with him that long? Um, it was just a lot of time put into the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of time? Yeah. He's a good man. He, I mean, he considers himself a Christian, but the more I, you know, on my my path for truth and my relationship with God, I I, I don't think he is as much as he says he is. Right. <laughs> you know. What made you, when you say he's a good man, what's good about him? Um. I rest my case. <laughs> 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 he's he's nice. He he he's took nice. care of me. He he took he did. He took care of me. He was kind. Um but it stopped there, you know. It didn't go further than that. All right. He was nice, but but you can't think of one good thing. <laughs> I mean, now I'm on the spot. It's like No, you're not on the spot. I'm just because I hear that a lot, you know. People say, "Oh, that's a good person." What's good about him? I, but they can't I feel think like when I say that, it's me convincing myself of, yeah, of that, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Because a good man would live with you seven years and not marry you. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. He would guide you. He would be that example, especially knowing you wanted to get married. Yeah, that was So how long part. ago since you broke up with him? It's been like a month. A month? Oh, so you're not over it yet. It's still very fresh, yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And so you, you finally just left? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and was it hard to leave? Uh, I mean, at that point, I think I had already made peace with it. Like, I kind of felt like I had been going through the breakup for so long with, like, the, you know, the separation and, like, the distance and stuff. And uh, so I feel like once I made the decision, it had, like, the decision had already been made. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And has he been trying to get you back? Mm-mm. And how do you feel about that? She said no. Very no. grateful. Oh, to good. be honest, because I know it's the right thing. Yeah. So it's kind of just like leave me alone, <laughs> like leave me alone at that nice. point. Yeah. And so, have you been sitting by the dock on the bay, watching the tide all the way? No, no. Let me tell you, you're in a perfect place, right? Hmm. Allow yourself to go through the pain of not being with him, right. because it's just the pain of being wrong. Right. And now that you return to the Father. God would take that pain away and you would grow like nothing going north. And God's not holding that against you because in that fallen state, we're not to blame. Right. We can't help and, ourselves. And I don't blame myself. Right. Like, I, I really right. don't. And I've, I don't feel like I've ever really blamed myself. Like, I've always been very aware that, like, there things happen for a reason. That's right. You know? And, Absolutely. like, there's always, like, those seasons of change and transition but those are just growing pains. And, like, right. and I've always been very aware of, like, there's always something on the other side. You know? So when you feel lonely, if you miss him or anything, mm-hmm. and you feel that feeling, let yourself go through that. Mm-hmm. And you'll come out on the other side of total peace. Yeah. You'll be fine. And you will never have to repeat that again. Yeah. That's amazing. And you will see that God is with you. Every day. And another thing, I mean, you're just 30, right? 31. That's not a long time. You have a wasted time. No. No, but it, you know, when you feel like you're working towards something and then you, you hit that wall, yeah. you know, 
yeah. And so from now on, don't work toward anything. Right, exactly. Just become a living being. And God is not into the age thing. (laughs) He doesn't care how old you are. I don't really care about it either. It's only human beings into the fallen state that's into the age thing. Because I hear a lot of ladies say, oh, I got to hurry and get married and have a baby because I'm getting too old, right? Mm. That's a fallen state mentality. God doesn't care about time. He's not into time at all. Now that you're his daughter, you could be 99 years old and get pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. And if you doubt me, ask Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) You know who Sarah was? I no. A, a lady in the Bible. Oh, yeah. She Brittany. was 99 and her husband was 100, right? Oh, and they made a baby. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, anything is possible when you return to the Father. Oh, yeah. So this age thing that women worry about is a worldly way. It's a dark way. It's Satan's yeah. way of thinking. Yeah. They have a time on everything. Yeah. I, I feel very blessed that I was never fixated on, on like those kinds of life goals, That's like right. having to be a certain place in life by a certain time. It, it never really made sense to me because I, right I knew that it was, you know, it comes when it comes. That's right. You can't force that. You know? Are you doing a silent prayer? Every morning and every night. No. And what during the day, in traffic, all the time. He put you to shame. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing it in the traffic. Anytime, anytime I've got downtime. That's right. Who else Absolutely. are we talking to? You know? You're doing the right thing. And stay with it because life is going to get better. I know it is. Your whole being is going to change from the darkness to the light. And don't let Satan ever tell you you don't need it. Yeah. God said, pray without ceasing. That means stay with him because he was busy always trying to draw you back in, mm-hmm. either in your mind or through other people. But you will see that and be able to resist it. So stay with the prayer. Amen. All right. And don't worry. You're going to get married. And you're going to have a truckload of white babies. We need white babies. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you marry a white man. Some despair. Yeah. We don't need missed babies. <laughs> no, <I'm> man. <laughs> but don't worry. You're going to be fine. I know. All right. He's got me. I know. Nice. Uh, well, I'm glad you're here. I'm so you grew up in San Diego? Were you born in San Diego? I was, yep. Mark, don't you live in San Diego? This is your sister-in-law. <laughs> We're going to have to do one of those DNA things. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're fine. Very happy to be here. And, and do you, are you convinced yet that all thoughts are lies? Say that again? All <laughs> thoughts are lies. All, all thoughts are lies? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, are you convinced of that? Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm, I sh- I'm not allowed to have any opinions of myself. That's right. I have no opinion on myself. Mm -mm. Zero. All thoughts are all lies all the time about all things. There's no such... And believe me, thoughts get involved with everything. You you need to paint a house, the thought's going to tell you how to paint it. (laughs) And then you paint it according to the thoughts and now the house looks a mess. (laughs) (laughs) But if you just went and painted the house, being present is beautiful. All thoughts are all lies, all the time, about every... When he put that rag on his head, that was a thought. <laughs> the thought was like, oh, you look beautiful in a rag today. <laughs> and he put it on, it felt beautiful. All thought. Do y'all understand that? That's why God said, bring every thought into captivity. Every thought. All thoughts are all lies, all the time, about anything. Really, All, every thought, none are from God. God revealed to you. He allows you to remember. And when he reveals things to you, it's clear. No second guessing, 
no one has to ask anyone is this true or not is as clear as daylight all thoughts are all lies all the time all thoughts are all lies and I want you to be aware that's why God wants you present because Satan is always trying to use something he'll take things that doesn't seem that important and he'll tell you about that and make you think that that's fine it's not all right. All thoughts, all lies, all the time. And if you allow yourself to grow by staying present, eventually you're going to see that. You're going to see because you now you are forgetting about Satan's voice and you're starting to remember the father's voice. That's why God said, my children know me by my voice. You will forget Satan's voice. And so when he trying to talk to you, you're going to know this is a stranger. This is not right. All right. You will know he made that happen for you. He love us. And he'll take care of it. All right? Cool. This your first time here? Mm-hmm. Oh, this your first time? Oh. Yeah, I just flew in from Texas today. Oh, you did? Yeah. So did you, when I asked for the first time, did you say that yes? Well, you were kind of like going to other people, but. <laughs> well, yeah. so you came in for test, from Texas? Mm-hmm, this morning, oh, yeah. This morning? Mm-hmm. Wow. And what's your name? And what part of Texas? I live in Dallas. My name is Brandy. Hey, Brandy, welcome. That's amazing. Um, uh, how did you find us? I started, I've been listening to you for about two years. And so I'm just, I like watch, listen to your podcast every day. I watch the, I started with the get a job stuff too. And uh, get a job is amazing. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was your first impression when you first heard? I was like, oh my, my, well, when I started watching the get a job, I just thought, wow, this guy's like, speaking a lot of truths and then from there i just and then i started watching your you know uh podcast and other stuff and i was like wow this guy's philosophy on life just kind of it changed my whole life right on nice did you ever think i hated women (laughs) no not really i now i think that now that i listen to you i'm like man you know, because I was kind of like liberal feminist too, uh, and then I didn't, and then you kind of woke me up to all all that, you know, and how I was acting as yeah. a woman. Right on. And so, any questions? You come a long ways. Did you fly in for vacation or just for the meeting? I'm kind of visiting, but yeah, just for three days. But yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to come that far. I don't. Anything on your mind or you want to ask for me to clear up or anything? No, I usually call into the show like when I have What's your name? questions. My name? Brandy. Brandy. Oh, yeah. I'm actually the one that does like the the little ad you have at the end. It's like, everyone do the silent prayer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you know all the crew and everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. How about Hake? I haven't talked to him, but I recognize him. Yeah, I've listened to your podcast too. Yeah, she likes you. <laughs> she listened to yours. She like now that Jesse's gone off. I listen to a Hake little podcast. <laughs> so, any questions or disagreements or anything? No disagreements, definitely. Um, in Did fact, you, I, the more I listen to you, the more I agree with, with more and more. The more I'm opened up to agree with a lot of the things you talk about. It's amazing to me how God is bringing his children together now. You know, there's men and women around the world that are waking up. 
simply because somebody said, go and forgive. Know thyself. Go and forgive. They never heard it. They heard about forgiveness, but they never knew they had to go and forgive, and especially the mother. And what's you talked about this earlier is that, you know, growing up in church and we were just told, hey, go down to the front. Like sometimes my dad would even pay us to go down to the front just, <laughs> just so we could like look good. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And they never mentioned like forgive your parents. Yeah, they never I'd never heard any of that growing up in church. That's amazing. Uh, and yeah, it's in the Bible. It says forgive. It says, how can you say you love God who you never seen and hate your own father? How can you love me and not others? You got to love everybody. If you don't love everybody, you love no one. Even your, It's all in the scriptures, but for some reason, they're leaving it out. And I don't know if they're blind and can't see or they're afraid or what it is. But the most important aspect of the Bible is being left out. So any 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 questions? Are you doing the silent prayer? I am, yes. Morning and night? Yes, sir. Morning and night. Yes, sir. Every morning and yes, night. Yes, and 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 sometimes I even have to like, you know, when those thoughts do come in my head, I just like really sometimes I have to just stop whatever it is I'm doing and just go into it so they go away and I it's awesome. That's right. It's awesome when I do have that feeling like I used to get Sometimes I'd get so depressed and sad that I, you know, I just start thinking so down about myself. But now I've, the silent prayer has really helped me because I just go into it. And those thoughts just kind of like they were there and now they just fall Absolutely. away. Absolutely, Because it's impossible to be depressed, suicidal, anxiety, stress and all that. You cannot have that if you're not in your thought. You think, you feel and you overreact. But you can't have it if outside because the thoughts are darkness. That's nice. Well, I'm glad you're here. Me too. Amazing. <laughs> well, if, it's, if you have any questions, let me know. Okay. Right? But I'm glad you're here. <laughs> so, anybody else before I move forward? Okay, everybody else doing? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Um, this is not your first time, right? No, I've been oh. here before. Okay. If you're, but if you're looking for someone where it's been their first time. I'm sorry? But if you're looking for someone that it's only been their first time to talk, that's fine. No, no. Oh, well, um... This is a fellowship, if all. Well, I'm glad to be here. Well, it's not a, it's not a big deal, but there are things where I'll, like, know it's right, and then when I try to, like, talk about it to people that disagree with yeah. that... yeah. They have things to say, and then I have this doubt, and I don't know how to. And so now I have this doubt, like, well, do I really know it's true? Because if I can't, if I can't say it, then how do I know it's true? You know, maybe I'm just, maybe I think it's true, but I can't explain it, or That's I can't. Very good it point, perfectly. man. I know exactly what you mean. So you have a conversation with people sometimes, and then they give you feedback. They have their opinion about it. And it made you doubt yourself. Yeah. Right? And you want to get past that. I, w- I want to know. I, I want to I believe things that are true. And the things I believe now, I, I'm very I'm confident that they're true. But I'm not, I, didn't do, I haven't done a super great job at using my words to prove that to people. Or like prove it like to myself. Oh, okay. So I'm having trouble 
I'm having trouble knowing what's true. And like, I, I, I like, I'll, I'll hear it or I'll see it in the world and I'll know it's true. But I have the, these doubts about it, you know. It's, I totally understand. Irma is want to respond to you about that and then Hassan want to say something about it. Okay. Yeah, you hold on to the mic. It's funny he asked that because I actually was going to ask you, um, you know, a lot of things that come into our the thoughts, right? We it's basically thoughts make us believe things. So it's more of a question than more of an answer. But how do you believe? Is a question that I had. How do you believe? How do you believe? Yeah. How do you believe? Yeah. That's a good question too. I'm sorry he wasn't able to help you. No. <laughs> I, mean, I kind of have the answer, but he, he just threw I feel mud. Like I have an answer that's no. I'm playing. No, no, no. Uh, you could respond to him? I think so. How do you believe? Um, I believe when if someone says something that just doesn't sound right. You know, people say things or something will happen, and I'll just know it's not right. Yeah. It'll just be in me. If it's something will happen, or someone will say something that just, you know, like, I just know it's wrong. Like, I yeah. can't, it's hard for me to, like, prove it, but I just know. So it's like, how, how, I don't know if that answers your question. How do I believe? Both of those are really good questions, or both of them, really. Really yeah. good. They can be answered. There's an answer to that. Yes, Hermes? I'm kind of, I mean, honestly, I, I kind of have the answer, but I'd like to hear it. From what you. do you think the answer is? I think is um, the absence of belief in your head or intellectual belief is belief. You think that? Yeah, I believe that. Why do you think that? Because... I mean, all thoughts are lies, so doubting all thoughts, you're left with nothing but actual belief if you doubt all thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Hassan want to have a little input about that, and, uh, about, especially about and, and, and when you're talking to other people and you doubt yourself, and also he want to tell us how to believe. I love that you... Like Obi Wan Kenobi, that and just oh, yeah. do that. <laughs> That's right. That Luke has something to say. Um, yeah, I think. I think you just uh, like what Ernest is saying. It's like it's not even about you knowing. It's just uh, if with the silent prayer and if you're in stillness you're just allowing God to almost like Tourette's like you just saying stuff that's not even you it's just the spirit is coming out so uh, once you once you um, yeah I'm trying to get you man yeah I uh, know <laughs> yeah say that in the streets <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, and There's I think that. There's a group of people yeah. passing by. Everybody and their mama. They don't want this by. to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, what a mess. I'm still here. Yeah, I'm Darth okay. Vader. But uh, Nick, run them off. You bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but basically, because um, I have the same thing, I'll be like. Uh, but then I realize it's ego. To, oh, they're just to, sitting there? No, it's a, oh, there's a whole bunch of them? 
Oh. Everybody. Yeah. Seems like sending all his angels by. <laughs> yeah. I'm catching it, man. But yeah, yeah. But what I realized <laughs> is that. See how when he <laughs> quiet down, they stopped for a minute and got a little lower. Okay. Okay. What I realized is that a lot of times it's ego for me to, when I sit and I'm like, I feel that way, I'm like, well, why do I care that I was trying to prove a point or trying to, like he's, like Jess says, to win yeah. the battle? Yeah. It's not about winning the battle. Yeah. Whoever wants to hear it or, or is ready to hear it. Yeah. And you can't, you can't really judge yourself on saying, like, well, yeah, did I really get him? Did I, did I really prove my point? Because that is actually the other spirit of Satan that's coming through you that's saying, like, you were trying to win someone over. And it's not for you to win that's anyone right. over. It's for God to just talk through you. And whoever wants to hear it, you know, wants to hear it. That so. is so true, man. Never, ever try to prove anything. And when you're in a discussion with someone, don't try to prove it. You just speak the truth. And when they're speaking, you let the words go in one ear and out the other. Don't judge them. If they're wrong, don't sit there and judge them for being wrong. You listen to what they have to say, and the truth will come. If there's a response, it will naturally come because God will give to you what you say. I've been in so many debates. When I first started Bond, I was on all the major TVs and radio, and these intellectuals with degrees, they would come on, and they were like, you know, just to all that mess. <laughs> And I, no one had trained me or anything. I was learning as I was doing it. But I knew because I, God caused me to see that they couldn't help what they were saying because I was blind too, and I understood it. So I would let them say what they have to say, but I wasn't trying to prove anything. I wasn't trying to prove I'm better than them or anything. And the truth will come. Do, do not play ego. Don't try to prove the truth to anyone. You're just a living being and allowing God to work through you. And he will. So when you're discussing and they have a strong opinion, let them have it. Don't judge them for it. And that way, it won't make you doubt yourself. But if you judge them or you try to debate with them to prove that you're right, you're going to lose. Because it's an ego trip then. It's not God guiding you. And the way you don't doubt, when you doubt every thought, you cannot help but have faith in God. There's nothing left but faith. And the only reason you doubt God is when you believe the lies of Satan. Adam doubted the father, and he fell into a lie. But when he, we, we now got to believe the father and doubt the thoughts. And when you doubt the thoughts, you have faith in God. That's all it is, just that simple. And that's why Satan is constantly trying to make you doubt. Because the only thing left is faith. And you can't taste it. You just walk by the light of it. You can't feel it. It's just nothing left but faith in God. So doubt every thought. So that's how you, that's how you uh, believe, by just doubting every thought. That makes sense? Doubt every thought. The only thing left is faith. Adam had faith in the father until he believed the lie, and he doubted the father and believed the woman who believed the serpent. And the wife had faith in her husband who had faith in God, until she believed a serpent, believed a lie, and then she doubted her husband. And one thing led to another. So now all we have to do is doubt the lie, meaning doubt every thought. God's voice is a voiceless voice. So when you doubt every thought, you can't help but have faith. 
you'll, you'll see your whole life changing. That's why Satan is always trying to keep you in your head so you can believe his lies. And if you notice the world, the intellectuals, they're always coming up with new sayings. You know, because some of the words wear out after a while. They don't work anymore. So when they come up with new sayings that are emotional, that make you kind of want to believe in emotionally, like critical race thinking. They went all the way from slavery to critical race thinking has no meaning. None. But it just sounds good. And if you believe into it, you'll lose. But if you don't doubt it, then you'll win. All right? So don't try to prove anything to anyone. You can't prove God to anyone. You just become a light, be the example. All right? So when you have those discussions, don't try to prove it. You just speak the truth and let them say what they have to say and wish them well. All right? And then they'll die. Most of the people I debated are dead. <laughs> Did you know that? So many. Is that true, Jay? So many of them are dead. <laughs> they died. When I said suffering died, they took it literally. <laughs> But really, doubt every thought, you can't help but have faith. Only thing left is faith. Yes, sir. Just on the belief part, yes. you said it already. You, again, he took it out of my brain. But I just want to say, too, also people who agree with you, it's important to not let them control you either. Because like you just said about like... That's right. Uh, because uh, then you'll start to like cater to them because they believe you. That's and, uh, right. And, and then you won't really give them the truth because you're like, well, wait a minute, I don't want to lose, especially if it's someone you respected or like you looked up to. And now they're looking at you as like, you're the, yeah, go ahead, tell them. And then it's like, now you'll be scared to tell them when they're wrong. Right, because <laughs> you agree with them. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. And that's why it's important to believe in God and not believe in yourself because when you believe in yourself, it's, it hasn't worked. It's that's a mess right. anyway. You doubt, you have anxiety, so you might as well just believe in God because then it's all for you. Yeah. It's nice to be free and not have any responsibility. Really. Just be and the Father will work through you. Yes, sir. The last thing is that I think also I couldn't, I was like stopping myself from saying what I really wanted to say because yeah. I didn't want to look like bad yeah. like, to my friends. So I wasn't saying what I really believed. Yeah. I was like, I felt like shamed that I was going to be saying it, even though I knew I thought it was true. Yeah. So. Well, stop listening to the thoughts about that. Because when you're dealing with your it, friends yeah. and you, you, you see things, Different, differently than they do, so they're going to tell you, oh, you're not going to have friends, or they're going to think you're crazy, or they'll think you're a Christian. And if you listen to that, you won't speak up. You'll hold back. All right? So and be aware of those thoughts even when you're having conversation with people. Just let every thought go. Are you doing the silent prayer? No, not, every, not every day. I should be asking this first. Yeah. Suffer and die. Yeah. I'll, I, I make a vow. From this day on, I will. You just messed up. Yeah. Listen, just know you need to do it. Don't make a vow. Just know you need to do it. Go back to it. Because if you say you're going to do it, you won't do it. You know what I'm saying? I do. Then you feel guilty because you made a vow. 
And so he said, don't go to church because Jesse's going to ask you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Just go back to it. Don't make a, the worst thing you can do is tell yourself what you will or will not do. Right. Just know you don't want to do it and that's enough. But don't, because we're not God, we literally can't do anything like that. We're playing God. So just go back to it, all right? Stay with the prayer. All right? I will. Okay. Yes, sir, real fast. I've kind of run into both ends of that, mostly because uh, when I, I'm just a very tall, loud person, and a lot of people just, for some reason, will believe things I say in person, or if I, someone get a bad reaction from that, I actually get like an, an addictive high, like, ha, 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 I scared them away, and I alienated them, and I went, You're and, evil. and it, was, it, was a, it was a lot of fun as a young kid, and then when all the the polarization of politics came in, you know, I was like, oh, I've always been for Trump when I was a kid, even when I was 12. I loved Trump. Like, I read his Was Trump around when you were 12? Well, I was reading the part of the deal, yeah. Oh, yeah? How I, old are you now? I'm 30. I'm 29. Oh, I see. 29. Oh, okay. All right. But when I was a kid, I read the art of the deal on the street to sell art on the street because I was trying to be a salesman. Right. And so I felt that. I felt it. And then when the politics came in, I felt that. I felt that. I was already already had my team and everything like that. But then I kind of got involved with some Trump people. I realized a lot of you guys are all lost. A lot of not, not you guys, but just Trump people. Like it was just whatever team you find yourself in, there's people falling everywhere. You know? Yeah. And I ran into people that were it's like... It's easy for people to follow you even when you tell them not to. They'll put you on a pedestal, and when they fall, they'll blame you for it. <laughs> exactly. But you got to stop trying to get a reaction from people. And... <laughs> See, your and wife is like, hey, man. <laughs> well, because I I can see your wife out there with you now. You all loudmouth. <laughs> and she's like, oh, why don't well, you just that be quiet? Because on her side, she was afraid, telling me recently that she's afraid of what people think of her. And then, but you know, she also don't want her husband to be a loud mouth. Exactly, because that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's both. I'm sorry, ends. wife. <laughs> but it's it's both ends of the spectrum. And I realized that uh, the older I got, the less I wanted to intentionally push people away. Yeah, because I can. That's say not love when you're trying to do that to people. Yeah, exactly. It's not love, it's and, ego. And it's uh, just as bad whether yeah. or not you believe your opinion is right. So that's why I say belief really kind of doesn't really matter at all. For example, I had one of my, my roommate, uh, uh, this guy, he, he's a total lefty in his own way or whatever. He's not into Joe Biden or nothing like that, but he's not that dumb. But he, he'll send, he'll, we'll have disagreements, and then he'll say, well, prove that. And then I'll bring up my evidence. And he'll say, well, it's not reliable because this or this or that. But you would always say prove it. Don't try to prove it. Exactly. Because when I tried to prove it, it's like it didn't even right. matter anyways. And then and it become did, all ego for you trying to prove it. But what did <sighs> help my relationship with my roommate was literally just hanging out with him, spending time with yeah. him, watching TV, talking about the Adams family, you know, That's just right. casually enjoying life. And That's right. That was so much more powerful than any agreement, disagreement. And because me and my girl, we've been arguing about this or that. But, but then when we come to a stable place, it's because we just decide, ah, we'll, 
whatever. Right on. What are we going to eat for dinner? <laughs> and and that is all that stuff is way more important than your belief. Keep it very very simple. God's ways are very very simple. They're very simple. They're not all this mess. His burdens are light. His ways are easy, and, and that's because they're so simple. And really simply, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm over the I'm, on, I'm done after this, but I realized that shutting up helps. And that's why the silent prayer is the way out. Yeah. Because if you, you're doing the silent prayer by just shutting up. Like, and that's really right, Basically, you'll just realize, oh, wait, I, I'll just be quiet for 10 extra seconds and then an opportunity will come my way or something will just happen. And it's not even something I could. That's right. It's amazing. That, How sorry. have you dealt with this for so long? <laughs> for two months. I'm sorry? We've only been together for two months. And it's been hard, huh? <laughs> it feels like two years. It feels like we've been together for like way longer, yeah. I rest my case. <laughs> you feel like slapping him in the mouth sometimes? No, I was scared that he was one of those people who's like a contrarian and so he will like, oh my, are you saying that to get a reaction or do you really truly believe that? It's like what you were saying, like that yeah. also can be ego. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, don't be so contrary. <laughs> you remind me of Joel. <laughs> That's right. But uh, listen, oh, you want to answer the biblical? Do you have a question for me or anything? Me? No. Uh, no. Okay. Are you doing the silent prayer? No. Suffer. <laughs> and, and, and why not? Uh, I, I haven't really yet. Made the intention to, to I'm going to do the silent prayer, but I I will from now on. Right on. You like living in darkness. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. You don't like it. No. Why don't you like living in darkness? Um. I I I've never been uh, religious my whole life. Is this your first time here? No, I've been with him here a, a couple times. Yeah, before. I know you look familiar. Yeah. Um. I've. I was not raised religious. I've never identified with any religion. It's it's very, it's not natural for me to, even coming here is like a, a step for me. So I'm kind of like easing into it. Um, right on. Yeah. So. Are you an atheist? No, I just, I just, I just live my life without religion or any, you know, I, I just never really made that space in my life. Right. Um, so you grew up that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, it's not about religion. Yeah. It's really about overcoming the fallen state mm-hmm. and living in the light of God. Mm-hmm. Do you believe there is a God? Or you yeah. never thought about that either? Yeah, no, I, I like have a vague thing, you know, there's God. And, and, I, and I, he's told me, uh, you know, the thing about forgiveness, and I've listened to you talk about that. And I... That's actually really resonated with me. Yeah. And once I did see that common thread, I, I kind of was able to like see other people in my life, you know, like my mom, where I'm like, wow, like she needs to hear that or she should forgive. Um, so a lot of those things make sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ha- do you have anger? No. You have no anger? No. I, I feel like I have forgiven my... And I've talked with my parents, too. Oh, you went and forgave them? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, so I... And I kind of did that without ever hearing your thing. But once I heard it was actually a thing, I was like, wow, that actually does make sense. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Any, any disagreement about what, any, anything you heard here since coming? 
Um, what? You've got so many disagreements. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's fine. Really. Don't, don't be afraid. No, you like you made a joke earlier about like the white thing. You like you told her to marry a white guy and yeah, have white, white kids. Man. That kind of weirded me out. I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, are you dating a white man? Uh, no. <laughs> That's why you weirded out. <laughs> <laughs> are you Wait, white? Why are you telling her not to, to marry and have kids with a white? Uh, oh, that was weird. Are you white? Not really. I mean, I, I'm, I'm. I mean, from I a, can't tell nowadays. I mean, are you like I'm white a or Hispanic. Mixed or I'm like mixed. Yeah, I'm like uh, Latin descent. Like. Oh, okay. Well, the reason I told her to marry a white man because we need white babies. Why? Because I hear that white people are becoming a my my minority in America, and if they do, it's over for America. Why you say that? Because the people of color don't build; they destroy. I don't. I don't agree with that. So you, I'm, yeah. you don't. Can you name me an area in America that was <laughs> that was built by people of color? And it's so beautiful. Because I could be wrong. I've been looking for it. It's just where am I wrong? Greenstown. Greenstown. <laughs> oh, he told you Greenstown. Black. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all leave it alone. So, can you name a place? Uh, I'm like on the spot, but that's it's crazy. You can't say that. You can't say. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I, I, you can't hey, say. Hold on. Hold people on. of Go color ahead. can't aren't capable of, of building something uh, uh, good or powerful or, or great. That's that's. Why can't I say that? I okay, say it, but I don't agree. That but we have to prove that I'm wrong. And, and this is fellowship, so it's not a, yeah. a, a thing. But where am I? Where the proof that I, I could be I just because earlier you said you know race. You're you don't you're not your color. You're not right. you're this. You're not you're that. But now you're saying, okay, well, you know, we need more white. And so it's kind of like I see it kind of a that didn't really make sense. Oh, I can see it to me. Yeah, it is a spiritual battle. But the color people into their color, they're not into what is right. They're like a group into colors. Like women are into women, color into color, the lesbian into lesbian, and homosexual into homosexual. You know, it's not about the spirit. Before, when America was becoming great, it was about the spirit of the person. When I was growing up, it was about morality. It wasn't about color. And I grew up on a plantation. It was about right versus wrong, not about the color at all. And, but now it's totally about color and not right versus wrong. But there are people out there now who are of color who I think have that point of view, who have the right and wrong, who don't, who aren't, you know, I'm black, I'm white, I'm, you know. Right. There are people out, you can't kind of like generalize all people of color into We're not all, like, not all, but most. And so where are those people? Speaking to the mic. They're out there. Out, out, out where? I want to find them. <laughs> I want to find them. We can resume this conversation. All right. Will you come on the show? Sure. Oh, you will talk to Nick. 
Okay. You know Nick? No. I That's don't. my producer. Hi. He's the anchor baby. <laughs> so talk to him before you leave. We'll get you on and we'll have an outright discussion about it. All right. All right. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. All right. That way we can talk about it. And, don't, and I'm okay with talking about it. Disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Call me the N-word. Whatever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. But let's talk about it on the show. All right. Okay. So make sure you see Nick before you leave. All right. Is this your first time? No. Oh, okay. Did you have your hand? Yeah. Oh, I see. Real fast. I'm here today seeking uh, some guidance and understanding for what I've been going through the past month or so. Okay. Uh, I was in a traumatic car accident where a friend passed away, and uh, immediately upon returning home, I returned to a selfish, self-centered woman who didn't believe me, didn't support me, assaulted me. And uh, I took your advice to actually get people involved, the authorities, to <clears throat> prove a point that that's something you shouldn't do to somebody. Oh, he assaulted you? Yes. And you called the cops? Yes, sir, because I'm not going to act on that. Is she in jail? Yes, sir. Leave her there. Nice. <laughs> <All right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, leave her in jail. This was your girlfriend or wife? It was my fiance. We were preparing for marriage. You were living with her? She was living with me. Oh, yeah. Why were you live with her before you married? Um, we've been together for about a decade. How and, long uh, a decade? We, ten years? Yeah. You've been with her for ten years and you didn't marry her? Well, you know, we've been in college. We've just been living life. And this is something I've never seen, but I refuse to accept. Right on. That's for sure. And so, so your friend died, yes, right? Sir. And then you went home and your fiancé got mad at you? Yes, sir. Why did she get mad at you about the friend died? Were you driving? No. He was driving. So why did she get mad at you? I wish I knew. Oh, okay. And do you have children? No. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, and so what's your question for me? I'm just trying to seek some understanding out of all this, to be honest. Oh, like, okay. I'm just... Uh, number one, you live it raw, and that's all you're going to ever get is wrong back. We, we don't get right back when we, are, when we are wrong in our hearts and we live wrong. It's never going to work out for the good, right? That's the one reason it's happening, because you don't have God with you, and so everything you're doing is wrong. I've been through that, so there's no way it's going to get right. Um, and as far as your friend dying, you know, don't take the blame for that. And, and you're going to miss him, but let it pass. Three days or morning or whatever, right? Yeah. Don't hold on to it in your head. Okay. Let it go because if you grieve for too long, you become depressed mm-hmm. and suicidal and all that. Mm-hmm. So just let it pass, and you'll be fine from that. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes, sir. Oh, every morning? At least once a day for sure. No, every morning, every night, all right? Stay okay. with it. Okay. So that Satan don't use these situations to play on your mind with. It makes you feel worse. Okay. All right, so do the silent prayer, and don't judge yourself or your friend or anyone. And as far as that woman, leave her there. How long has she been in jail so far? Uh, she was arrested about three days ago, four days ago. And she's still in there? Yes, sir. Isn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely You peaceful. can finally do the prayer. <laughs> so leave her there, and when she get out, send her home to Mama. 
No, no let her come back to your that's place. That's the only place she can go. Oh, good. And be thankful that this situation started to work out. Be done with her. And take responsibility for what you have done. Don't blame her for anything because you allowed, you were into it too, right? Yeah. And you were wrong. So don't blame her for anything. And just stay with the silent prayer. Doubt every thought. And God is freeing you up. Okay. And, and you will never have to live this way again. It'll be perfect. Thank you. That makes sense? Yes, sir. So don't judge yourself. Doubt every thought. Let the morning pass for your friend because he's dead. There's nothing you can do about it, right? You're dead. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. And this is a wake-up call for you. For sure. So stay with this. Have you gone to forgive your mother? Yes, sir. You went to her? Mm-hmm. How did that go? Very challenging time as well. What happened? Uh, to be honest, it was about... A few weeks of denial, and then we sat down again, tempted it again, and she accepted it. But to be really honest, uh, I don't think it was fully accepted still. Well, that's fine. She doesn't need to accept it. The fact you see you're wrong for being angry at her, God will forgive you. All right? She doesn't need to say, I'm sorry, or accept it, or anything, because she liked the control she has over you. By making you be, causing you to be angry, right? So she doesn't have to accept it. You forgive her, and God will forgive you, and then stay away from her until you grow, and then you can deal with her properly. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yes, sir. All right. Are you working and taking care of yourself? I was, but unfortunately, I've <laughs> injured my knee. I had a slight concussion, so I can't even do the work that I've Oh, been from doing. the car thing? Yes, sir. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, let your body heal, do the silent prayer, and then find a little work to do. There's things you can do. For sure. You know, to earn some money. Thank you. I'm glad you're here, man. Thank you. I'm glad but to stay you. with the silent prayer. Leave that woman in jail. Don't spend a dime to get out. Don't accept collect calls. <laughs> Has she been trying to call you? Yes, sir. <laughs> I know. Do you, <laughs> do you accept the calls? Have I accepted them? Yeah. I did one day, and then I refused. I just, yeah. I lost, I, I don't know, the connect, everything about it, I just lost hope for it. I was just like. Yeah, don't accept calls. Don't put money on the books. Don't go visit. It'll be done. Mm-hmm. And stay with the silent prayer so you can overcome. Okay. And, and be patient because you're going to have a lot of pain, ego pain. Mm-hmm. Endure the pain. Yeah. That's what makes you strong. Mm-hmm. Endure the pain. Okay. All right? Thank you. All right, man. Cool. Glad to be here. Uh, Lesbian. <laughs> Did you say lesbian? So how are you doing, man? Better. Better, meaning? Uh, yeah, better. Yeah. I thought about you this week. And so did you move away? No, not yet. When are you moving? ASAP. I'm sorry? When I have money. When you have money? Yeah. It's because of your back, you're not working right now? Yeah, Correct. Oh, okay. And so what did your mother say when you got home? She was thoroughly entertained by the whole... Uh, she talked about it for a while. And, yeah, sorry. Entertain me what? Um, I mean, she was, like, talking about, like, wow, I can't believe, like, he made me say all those things. And, uh. Yeah. And what did you say? I was just like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so, are you doing the silent prayer and all that? 
Um, it's kind of hard to just like quiet my mind, just because it's like it's like a thing. The injury is like something that kind of like causes pressure in my head. So it's like, um, uh, but but I feel like I'm doing it in my own way, because um, I'm always like I don't take a step. Like I feel like I don't take a step if it's not God's will. You know, like I'm always trying to. You know what I mean? Like, no. <laughs> Um, like having that connection to God. Okay. Uh, well, what do you mean by quieting your mind? You don't want to quieten your mind. You can't do anything of yourself. You just want to observe the thoughts. Hmm. Like you're watching a TV show or something. You're not controlling the, the, the TV show, right? You're just watching the movie. And different things are happening and go to the commercials. And you're not in control of that, right? So with the thoughts, you just want to watch them. You don't want to control them, deny them. You don't want to pick the good ones. You just want to look at them. The real you want to look at the not you. So you're not controlled by thoughts. And some morning you've got to have a whole bunch of them. Some you have one or two. Some you won't. Whatever, right? Whatever's happening, you're the observer. You can't control anything. That's true. That makes sense? Yeah. Um, what you said about we're not in control of anything. Right. I find that to be very true. Yeah. Like, and it's really, nice to know that, too. Like, the only thing that we can do is, like, fight God, is, like, have that ego. Right. Know, to, and that's not you. That Satan made a home yeah. in you. And he's fighting against God mm-hmm. through you. Right? So just relax and do the silent prayer, but don't try to control your thoughts at all. You're not God. The only thing you can control right now, there is one thing. Let me tell you what that is. Sure. You want me to tell you? Uh, sure. You yeah. can come out of the earrings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the earrings off now. Okay. <laughs> and let the guy with the head rag wear them. <laughs> no, I'm messing. Okay, can you say something related to what he was saying about um, proving truth? Um. I think it's impossible to prove truth. Like if you if you're talking to someone that yeah. that that you're trying to you know convince of something or like you know you know something is a certain way and you and they don't see it that way and you know um, it's really it's an impossible task because truth is like something you know otherworldly. It's like like you know it's 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 from God you know yep. and uh, it's something that you know not because of like. Because you ran the numbers and you did the science to find That's out right, what it man. is, but it's like something that you know because of that. Um, and if you, if if they tell you, oh well, prove it, you know, and you're trying to pull out like, oh well, look at this article and you look at this over here, you're only gonna lead them into like the wrong the wrong direction because that's not where truth comes from. Comes from you Absolutely, know? you cannot prove the truth. Either God lets you see it or you don't. Either they see it or they don't. You cannot prove it. You can't even see the truth yourself if it's not revealed to you. All right? The only way we know the truth is revealed to us. Otherwise, we wouldn't know. All right? So that's a good point. Now that you're overcoming mama, you can give her her earrings back. Okay. Don't you want your earrings back? You want your earrings back? That's your mother, right? Yeah. You want your earrings back? See? 
I know what I'm talking about here. You, you asked for your earrings back. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. How you feel now? Embarrassed. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you're back. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. And don't forget um, to go and forgive your mother. I will. Yeah. I will go on October. Right on. Yes. But um, we have time still. <laughs> I'm a little bit there. Uh, I, I want to tell you that uh, last Sunday, it was my first time here. Uh, I didn't know anything about you right. last Sunday. I thought I was in a church, something, you know, but I just wanted to come with my son. So when um, we, went, we, we got home, um, he showed me the video. And uh, I was surprised. And uh, I was thinking, oh, I, I don't think I will be able to talk uh, in front of all, all that people and with 300,000 people that are listening to me. Right. I was surprised about all that. Yeah. And um, then um, I, I watched a, a little bit of the video. And um, I, I read some comments, three, four comments. And then my son didn't let me to go down. But I have two. I have two comments in my mind. And um, one of those, well, well, uh, somebody was saying that uh, I'm a um, manipulator person. A what? Manipulator. 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 Yes. yes. And uh, so I, I don't think I'm that kind of person. You don't? Uh, no, because... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> uh, everything, everything I say, uh, it was... It is true, right? You know, and um, no, I believe everything you said here last Sunday was true. Yeah, it, it's but true. But you're it's not a, a manipulating it, person. No, no, no. no. It, it, <laughs> 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 it is just my my life. You know, just my life, and uh, right. Life is not easy. It 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 it, ha- it had been not easy for me. Right. For anybody's is is life. You know. And uh, then uh, um, the second comment, uh, somebody say that I have a beautiful voice. So uh, you have a beautiful voice. Yes. <laughs> Do so you believe that's that? the one. That's the one I I'm, I like. I want to keep in my in my mind. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a manipulator, but you have a beautiful voice. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Yes, um, I think that's it. I want. I, I like to to say I, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to travel if uh, God's, you know, right. let me to go to Mexico in October. Right. And I I like to talk face to face with my mother yes. and my father, and um, and see how things and you'll be fine. Go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In my heart, I don't. I'm not angry with anybody. You know, with them. With, but uh, I think it's. Important is going to be very important. Uh, yeah, it is. To you must talk with her. them. Yeah, yes. and don't expect them to admit to anything. All right, you forgive yeah. them, and God will forgive you. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the last thing, you know how you didn't like it when they said you were a manipulator. You didn't like that, right? Well, uh, because I, I don't think uh, I think right. a manipulator person is when when people 
tries to convince, you know, like right. I, I, I'm not trying to convince. I'm just telling my truth. But you like it when they say you have a beautiful voice, right? <laughs> my point is, I want well, my point is, I want you to feel the same way about the person that criticized you, yes, as you did about the person that comment complimented complimented yeah. you, because they're both imposters. Yes. Because if you get mad at the person that, if you don't like the person that criticized you, yes. you're going to be upset. And then yeah. someone says something nice, yes. you're going to be happy. But if that nice person says something that wrong, you're going to be mad. Yes. And the other person, you're going to be up and down, right? Why so not? treat them both the same. Just mm-hmm. say thank you to the one that is not oh. being honest and mm-hmm. thank you to the one that's being honest, but let it pass. No big deal. Uh, yes. Um, I think because I was crying and then laughing. Right. And I was I was going from one to right. the other one. That's but, why. I, and but thank you and thank you. Yeah, yeah. but but treat them both the same. <laughs> yes. All right. And yes. get your earrings back. <laughs> Give your mama her earrings, man. <laughs> and can she borrow your hair rag? <laughs> so listen, we are out of time. We're gonna have to do the biblical question on the radio. All right. Uh, so the biblical question was, oh, Nick, where's Nick? Oh, ask your mother if she wanted to say the thing or anything, because she doesn't understand even a lot, right? Oh, okay. Bueno, que me parece muy interesante el programa que tienes. Very interesting program, everything she's heard. What? Very interesting church, everything she's heard. Este, noto, no sé si me equivoqué, pero... Veo que más que todo es eh, la forma en que tú quieres llegar a las personas de una manera más sutil y se me hace que es como más bien de una forma terapéutica. She says that you have, what you do here is to be useful and helpful to people instead of like preaching. Yeah, okay, nice. Te felicito, te felicito por esto, me parece muy bonito lo que haces. She likes what you're doing, it's very nice. Sí. Gracias. Y de nuevo, y de nuevo quiero volverte a dar las gracias por todo lo que has hecho por Nicolás. She wants to thank you for everything you've, uh, the impact you've had on my life. Sí. Good guy. Right on. Nice. Well, thanks for coming. I'm glad you're here. Dice que gracias porque llegaste. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. So I am told, I'm like out of time. All right? So listen, do the silent prayer. Don't worry about what anyone else says and think about you or it. You stay with God and your life will change. If you have any anger in your heart and you have not forgiven, go and forgive. And have no expectation, but God will forgive you. All right? And your life will improve. It'll blow your mind. There are no words to express. So do the silent prayer. Stay with it, no matter what, because it will. My life is, is mind-blowing amazing, and yet I know I haven't seen anything yet. So stay with the Father. Like Satan will destroy you, God will give you life. He really will. And you can't even imagine what it's like. You have to live it. So stay with the silent prayer. Uh, announcement, don't forget, next month is our uh, men's conference. August 14, Orlando, Florida. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Orlando, Florida, August 14. Go to rebuildingtheman.com, rebuildingtheman.com. And thank you for an amazing White History Month. 
don't mess with you. Happy Y History. And August is, ooh, you're not going to like this. August is Men's History Month. <laughs> Talk about separation. August is Men's History Month. This is our fourth year celebrating Men's History Month. Some amazing stuff coming up for you. So, happy Men's History Month, August 14th. I mean, uh, now, as of today. We are having a men's forum this Thursday, right? This Thursday is the first Thursday of the month. Every first Thursday for men only. So it's 7 p.m. The third Thursday, ladies, for ladies only. But first Thursday for men on 7 p.m. So all men are invited. It's going to be amazing. And anything else, Hermes? That's it. Chris, anything else? That's it. Okay. Thank you for your donations. We will read the Super Chats of D-Live on uh, Monday, tomorrow. So thank you for those. And check out the hate report after my show. And by the way, uh, we're going to be starting next show in January. We decided to wait and start at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And so we are looking for an intern so that Nick can train. And, and so as he's walking away from that position, someone can take it and start in January. So he's going to be training now. So if you think you'd like to try the position or you're interested, go to our producer at Jesse Lee Peterson, right? Producer at Jesse Lee Peterson. Send us a little resume or something telling us why. But we don't want any softies because I know we seem friendly, but there's something else working with us. <laughs> nobody holds back, but nobody angry. It's not personal, right? So if you're interested, uh, send your resume to Nick. Uh, and we're building a network, so I want a network of conservative talk show hosts. Men, I want a 24-hour network. And thank you all for helping us to get that done, too. I, I do appreciate it. And thank you all for coming today. Amazing fellowship today. Thank you. Appreciate it. So uh, Chris is coming with the basket. I just-